Thank you for downloading this New Zealand Sports Radio show. We have a new way that you can support us. There is a link in the notes down below where you can make a one-off donation to New Zealand Sports Radio. Thank you for support and uh, enjoy the show. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Burroughs Furniture is built for the way you live. From ensuring easy assembly and disassembly to honoring highly requested new colors for their award-winning seating, they always have their customers in mind. Their modular seating is made out of durable materials to last and grow with you. And with Burrow, you always get fast, free shipping. Get up to 60% off during Burrow's Memorial Day sale at burrow.com slash ACAST. That's burrow.com slash ACAST. Burrow.com slash ACAST. Hello and welcome to the Morning Sports Briefing on New Zealand Sport Radio. Hi, I'm Paul um, and I'll be your host for today. Today we are going through, uh, we have a new uh, re-signing the head coach of English Rugby. and We have the retirement of various New Zealand provincial cricketers. We have um, an update on the NRL cost-cutting measures and the fights between the players and the uh, organisation. Um, and we also ha- announced the Belgium football champions, as well as talk about the biggest ever um, eSports uh, um, game on, on in the USA. And to start off with, though, I'll hand you over to um, Steve. We'll take you through our football news. Yes, good morning, Paul, and good morning to everyone uh, watching the um, video today. Uh, in football, in the football world, the A-League's uh, the A-League, uh, continuing to bicker uh, like kids. So we get more players and managers leading the pay cut wars. Women's football is on the move. First up, we kick things off. Like Paul said, we were going to have some champions crowned in Belgium. Yes, Club Brugge are set to be crowned Belgium champions on the 15th of April when the league directors will be meeting up after it was recommended that they pulled this season early. They only had one game left of the regular season and um, Brugge were 15 points clear at the top. Normally, they do a top six playoff to determine the winner, um, but that's not going to be happening. The leagues will just cut the chop pull the pin and crown at new champions after they are runners up last season they've gone the full way expectedly this year moving on from that uh, into women's football uh, for a rare occasion now the european championship women's game is uh, which is said to be held in england has been moved to the summer of 2022 the move was expected after the men's euros and the tokyo olympics were postponed until 2021 the competition was supposed to be in 2021, now moved a year later to avoid having two major women's tournaments in the same year. By the same token, the scheduling must be smart to avoid clashing with the 2022 Commonwealth Games, which says scheduled to take place in Birmingham, also in England. England looking to relive the highs, it seems, of 2012 when the London hosted the Olympic Games. They're grabbing every sporting event that they can get their hands on. The qualifying for the Euros is still incomplete. Matches in April and June have already been postponed, so there's still a lot of water to go under that women's Euro bridge just yet. Moving into the Premier League, and it seems the clubs are taking matters into their own hands. They're not waiting on the stale pace, indecisive collective pay agreement um, from the FA and the clubs. Bournemouth manager Eddie Howe has become the first Premier 
Premier League boss to take a voluntary pay cut. He's been quickly followed by Swansea manager Steve Cooper and chairman Trevor Birch. Norwich have jumped on the bandwagon. They've thrown in 200k to support their local area. And now just this morning, Atletico Madrid have also agreed to take a 70% pay cut to help the club's uh, 430. Yes, another club with a lot of non-playing staff um, during Spain's state of emergency. So money thrown everywhere um, all around the globe, but still... In England, they just wait around and don't seem to be able to make a decision with these big clubs uh, what they're going to do. And the finger-pointing is still very much going on um, around there. Finally, though, on the A-League, oh, there's a lot going on in the A-League, but it's all pretty uh, childish going on over there. As we reported yesterday, um, the PFA were saying that the players could walk out of their contracts uh, if they're not paid for two, more than two months. Now the A-League is saying that the FIFA regulations uh, won't stand uh, because of the way they folded under the... Fair Work Act, and it protects the club against losing players. But now the PFA is saying, well, that's breaching your contract. So they're bickering like little children. It's kind of getting a bit silly and a bit pathetic, um, but I'm sure there'll be more on that uh, in the future days as well. But there's two teams that aren't getting involved in that, and that's the two from Melbourne. The two money bag clubs are the Victory and City. Melbourne Victory, they're the team that can actually make money in the A-League, and whether it's thanks to the overpriced hot dogs or maybe just because fans actually turn up to watch their team play. Yeah, they've got a 40% higher average attendance than the second highest team in the competition, which is the Wanderers. Um, so they've actually got money to give to their players. City, on the other hand, well, I mean, if you follow the A-League a little bit, you'll know that City are owned by a, a group that is called the City Football Club. Now, they own Man City. They own New York City. They own about 10 or more clubs. And they've got money. They've got a cash cow. And they are the richest organization in world football. They're owned by a member of the Abu Dhabi Royal family. So if you play and work for City, I think you're in a pretty good spot. Um, if that doesn't scream money, uh, nothing does. Finally, the Phoenix were asked what they were doing about the situation of paying their players and staff, and they refused to comment. So uh, nothing out of Phoenix there uh, about their money, but uh, I'm sure we'll hear something soon. That is the Brief on Football, Paul. Thanks for coming by, and um, enjoy your day, everyone. Thank you very much, Stephen. Um, now, moving on to rugby, the uh, Japanese... Rugby Football Union has cancelled the All Japan Championships due to a coronavirus. Um, before that, we remember we had a suspension uh, earlier for coronavirus and then also for um, a drug taking as well. So uh, the uh, that, that was in their top league. So uh, Japan has taken the move to cancel for this year. Um, yesterday, we talked about the uh, that New Zealand rugby uh, had given a uh, two hundred fifty thousand dollar critical supplement grant to each of the Super Rugby um, franchises. Um, we heard from the Super Rugby bosses um, over uh, yesterday, um, and Michael Collins for the Chiefs was saying, look, we're in a real battle. We're all fighting for survival. Um, the number is the headline grabber, but for us, it's the sentiment behind it and the other work um, that probably doesn't get highlighted. The business support and the hours of work several staff at New Zealand Rugby are doing for us behind the scenes. We, aren't ex we weren't expecting a contribution. New Zealand Rugby has been clear their business was really stretched and to get that news was fantastic. Every little bit helps us, helps in our fight. So it really is the sentiment there and showing that there is support between the organisations uh, and it's good to see them working together. Um, but the actual cash amount itself is not going to be enough to tie them over. Some of the unions um, expect a revenue of $1 million per game. Um, which shows that $250,000 won't go that far. But hey, it's good to see them all working together. Moving over to England and the RFU, in some non-coronavirus news, the RFU um, have extended Eddie Jones's con contract as the head coach of 
the, uh, national, the men's national team through to the 2023 Rugby World Cup. There had been lots of rumours and talk of this happening, uh, and it uh, came to fruition yesterday. Um, the RFU also announced uh, um, that Newcastle Falcons would be promoted to the Premiership next season. They had won all 15 of their games um, this season uh, and had a further seven games left to go. So two-thirds of the season had been gone. With 71 points, they were 18 points clear of Ealing Trailfinders. Um, so it's pretty clear <coughs> that they were uh, well, they were odds-on to win the league and get uh, promoted after they got relegated last season in the uh, usual yo-yo that we see between the Premiership and uh, the uh, the Championship over there in England. I'll hand you over now to um, Steve Stephen, who will take us through the birthdays today. Yeah, we uh, picked on the three this morning, and once again, good good morning to everybody listening into uh, New Zealand Sport Radio, whether you be via listening podcast or indeed watching the uh, video. Three birthdays we've got this morning. Our first is uh, Thomas Mario Huss, or Tom, Tommy Huss as we know him as, who is a German professional tennis player who uh, took out 15 singles uh, titles during his career, won around about $13 million in uh, stakes. Now, the highlight for this particular player was watching, I don't know if it was a highlight, but he made the Australian semi-finals three times and also Wimbledon on once one occasion. And uh, that was uh, throughout his uh, career. So he was born on this day in Hamburg in uh, 1978. Now, a player that we know very, very well is uh, Israel Folau. Now, the former dual international who played both rugby league and also playing for the uh, Wallabies. He uh, made 62 appearances for the Wallabies and eight appearances for the Kangaroos during his career. He also spent time playing rugby, super rugby, also in the Japanese uh, uh, top league, but also in the NRL, but also had a stint in the AFL. Now, he uh, played for the uh, Western uh, Greater Western Sydney team between 2011 and 2012. So, Folau was born in Minto, New South Wales, uh, quite the athlete, only 30 years old, but born on this day. And uh, finally, a player who'll put a bit of a smile on John O'Connor's face, John William Smith, is a former South African rugby player who played both hooker and prop for the Springboks. Now, he had a very illustrious career, but uh, probably the highlight of his career, and this man played between 2000 and 2011, was obviously holding up the uh, Rugby World Cup in 2007 as the Springbok captain. Um, very highly regarded in South Africa. So John William Smith, born on this day in uh, Polokwane, South Africa, 1978, 41 years old today. Happy birthday to them all, and there's our little party noise as well. Uh, now, we'll hand you over to John, uh, first time on the show. Welcome, John, um, as our cricket correspondent. Thank you, guys. And uh, let me just say that if I'd known it was John Smith's birthday, I would have dug up my photograph of myself and my then two little boys with that trophy in 2008. Uh, all right, in this morning's updates, two stalwarts of the New Zealand Provincial Game retire. Devin Conway is headed for the Black Caps. South Africa's cricket team are released from isolation, find they have passed through a wormhole of time and space, and no one in world cricket is prepared to play them. The heartwarming story of cricket fans dipping in their pockets to tell 
you know, Brian Bugaroff. And finally, uh, if we have time, we have an interview with uh, Faf Duplessy. So here we go. I mean, yeah, here we go. So first off, Daniel Flynn played for both the Black Caps and Northern Districts, has called time on his 16-year-long career at age 34. In an interview with Stuff uh, website, he said that representing your country is the ultimate for any cricketer. It's what you dream of as a kid, so to have achieved it is something I look back on with immense satisfaction. The people I played alongside throughout my career stand out for me. They're not just good cricketers, but good people who I've learned plenty from both on and off the field. Winning trophies for Northern Districts alongside these guys was always special, and those are memories that I will never forget. He played 24 tests, 20 ODIs, and five T20 internationals, making a combined 1,325 runs. He's uh, remembered for batting almost three hours in the second innings of his debut test at Lords, and that's 118 ball 29 helped New Zealand save the match and get a draw. He's also remembered for uh, being a fan of the of this song, I Left Two Teeth at Old Trafford, after, uh, after, two, after a vicious bouncer from James Anderson uh, had him leaving the field bloodied, and his last international appearance came in July 2013 during a test match against South Africa. But he is best known for 135 first-class matches for Northern Districts, almost 8,000 runs, 21 centuries, an average of 35.04. That includes uh, 100 first-class matches uh, in which he led them for 47, aside from making 88 and a record 104 appearances for them in list day and T20 matches, respectively. So those 20 first-class hundreds for Northern Districts are the most by any batsman. The other retiree is... I'm sorry, I can't hear you, Paul. Oh, okay. <laughs> the other retiree is Andrew Ellis. Um, Andrew Ellis played 15 ODIs and 5 T20s in 2012 and 2013. He is the only, only the second player in New Zealand domestic history to have played over 100 games in each format. So that's 106 first class, 133 list day, and 127 T20 internationals. And, and there is some... Yeah, it's a bit controversial here, but um, this is a player that is the only one to be named Men's Domestic Player of the Year twice by New Zealand cricket in 2014-2015 and the 2016-2017 season. That 2016-2017 season was the highlight of his career as he lifted the Plunkett Shield and the Ford Trophy in his first year as captain. And some questions could be asked why he wasn't given a serious go in that time period as an all-rounder for the Black Caps. But there we go. Then in heartbreaking news for me, Devin Conway, the South African-born batsman who plays for Wellington and has just lit up the provincial cricket scene this season, will be eligible to represent New Zealand from August 28th. He has, now just listen to these, these figures. He has, in 17 first-class games for Wellington, has scored almost 1,600 runs at an average of 72.6. 400s, including an unbeaten 327 against Canterbury in October. 
only the eighth triple hundred scored in New Zealand. And it's not just that, he has topped the run charts in all three domestic competitions. That's the first class Punkett Shield, the List A Ford Trophy, and the T20 Super Smash. So yeah, uh, I can just I can just see him tormenting South Africa again, a la Grant Elliott. I can see him being just like Neil Wagner, taking a bucket load of, of wickets. And this is a player who battled to make it into the upper echelons of domestic cricket in South Africa. He comes over here, something agrees with him in the water, and uh, yeah, I can just... Uh, well, they've given an exceptional circumstances, the ICC, which means he can play in tour games before his August 28th eligibility. That's if the tour of Bangladesh goes ahead, and that's scheduled to start on August the 12th. I was going to try and find out what those exceptional circumstances were, and then I just realized that I didn't care enough. Because I could just see that ball disappearing and Dale Stane hanging his head. And uh, and we're all South African cricket fans weeping in our coffee. Anyway, heartwarming story. Ian O'Brien, the former New Zealand fast bowler, is said to return to his family after a fundraising initiative brought him the money he was looking for. So we'll post a link to his YouTube thank you that he sent to his uh, Supporters. So what it, what happened was just very quickly he was in New Zealand to visit his parents, and the lockdown came. He bought three very expensive plane tickets at like staggering costs, and then he found and they were all cancelled. And I don't know if you know some of these stories about travellers that haven't had refunds from tickets that they bought. The uh, airlines are not releasing uh, the funds that people have have paid. And uh, you know what? Uh, he didn't have any money. And this is amazing. This is an international cricketer who was trying to get work picking fruit, but with all the hygiene considerations, couldn't get work. And as a result, he put out an appeal and uh, on his PayPal page, and he woke up to find that cricket fans around the world had paid for his ticket. Very heartwarming story because his wife has a lung infection, and it means that he can get back to the UK do her shopping, and uh, protect her from being exposed to the virus. So um, she has a, that lung condition could put her life in jeopardy. He also, fair play to him, used the S word uh, where he told people, if you give me money, I'll talk to you about session, right? So, uh, but yeah, we'll post that up for you. It's a very heartwarming story. And unfortunately, Faf, we've run out of time. So we'll have to interview you another day. And... Um Thank you very much, John, for that and that heartwarming story. Uh, in this time, obviously, where we have uh, so many um, negative stories, it's great to hear uh, people um, coming around a player and helping somebody out. We might be thinking, why am I all um, shaggy and uh, have a, a bit of a beard growing? That's because I'm doing the ISO beard, hash ISO beard, to support local businesses. So if you can support your local businesses whilst um, during this time, they would much appreciate it. Going on to general sports news then, um, McLaren is the first Formula One team um, to resort to pay cuts due to the coronavirus. They have taken a temporary three-month wage restriction as re wage re restructure, reduction as part of their cost-cutting measures. Um, but the the team that are working on uh, the ventilators uh, for the in the UK are still on full pay. The largest ever audience for an esports event um, happened this week when NASCAR um, kicked off 
the e-NASCAR iRacing um, series where 900,000 people um, tuned in to, uh, to watch the live telecast. Unsurprisingly, after that massive audience, um, Fox has now committed to showing the entire series of the virtual racing season. So, uh, look, there's uh, yeah, a silver lining to the cloud for NASCAR there that their E-Series their, their e has absolutely taken off. Um, I was going to say that we do have some live sport this weekend. Well, we do have some sport being broadcast this weekend um, in the form of WrestleMania 36, which is taking um, place place behind closed doors. Um, but, uh, Stephen, you were... Uh, sorry, Stephen, you were... Um, Telling me that uh, actually that this isn't going to be live, but this is all pre-recorded fights that they'll be uh, that they'll be that they'll be screening this weekend. Yeah, they've pre-recorded pretty much everything for the next well, couple of weeks or so. Um, with our well, fear of lockdown, uh, where their performance center is, which is where everything's getting recorded. So um, they're pretty much doing everything they can to make sure they can still televise uh, the weekly shows, as well as of course WrestleMania and things like that. But I mean. It's becoming a bit of a struggle for them uh, without the crowds, the atmospheres, all that sort of thing is lost. Um, they've got uh, guys on their roster who have been ill already. Um, if you follow up, Roman Reigns obviously uh, suffered from leukemia in the past a couple of times. So he's been pulling the pin um, on any featuring uh, just fear of his health overall. And then there's a couple of others who have actually... Um, tested positive for the virus as well. So uh, they've pulled out. So they're, they're teetering on a very fine line of uh, getting uh, something recorded and, and on the TV screens and, uh, well, people's health, uh, in other words. So, yeah, it's it's still going to hit it as per at the moment. But, uh, yeah, it's looking like there's going to be a lockdown there and they're going to struggle, I think, um, post-WrestleMania to get much done. Yeah, and that's free, or they're giving um, free on their uh, streaming service. So if you want to watch WrestleMania this weekend, there's two days of action, um, and you can sign up for a month free there to get uh, to get that if you're if you're really if you're really desperate on sports. So um, thank you everybody who ha for um, for watching the show. Um, thank you uh, very much to um, John, Steve, and Stephen for coming on. Don't forget to like the Facebook page. Um, so that you don't miss out on future shows uh, and also subscribe to the podcast so it drops into your phone on a regular on, on a daily basis we will be adding other um, shows uh, to the uh, to the to the station um, such as opinion shows features long-form interviews um, and even talk back as well I have been thinking of doing a quiz show so if you're interested in a sports quiz show then please let me know down below um, and uh, Hopefully, that'll be coming to you in the coming weeks. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Cool fact, a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at UH1.com.
Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. 